there are lots of ways to overspend on your wedding. Get that grand total and stick to that budget as close as you can. Money-saving hacks from a wedding blogger. Think about what are the three things that are really important to us as a couple. A couple who has $8,000 to spend on their wedding. We've done some research. I think we can find this for around $600. Go through the list and say, okay, what are things that we value as a couple? Definitely the clothing. The photographer. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Rachel Cruz Show podcast. So glad that you are here. Well, I found that, man, so many of us, we are still feeling the effects of the coronavirus. And one of the craziest parts is that many people missed huge life events. So whether that was prom or graduation or one of the biggest events in your life, your wedding. And some of you out there, you had to postpone or even cancel completely. That happened to one of Winston's friends. He was getting married, and they ended up having to cancel everything, and they were going to postpone it. But then we got a text one morning at like 8 a.m., and they were like, hey, guys, get on Zoom tonight at 6 p.m. because we're going to get married tonight. And we were like, what? Like, what is happening? This is just, it's so crazy. And and I don't know your situation, if you've had to reschedule your wedding or you're just starting to plan it for the first time, but I want to help you reset and plan a wedding within your means. You can still have a wedding that you love and still start out your marriage with cash in the bank. So in today's episode, I'm going to do just that. I'll debunk some wedding lies that everyone believes. I'll help a couple create the perfect budget for their wedding. And I'll share some money-saving hacks from a wedding blogger. And the key here, you guys, is just don't go into debt for your wedding. So this episode is to help you do just that. Okay, we talk about no debt on the show a lot, but this is the truth. The deeper you go into debt, the longer it's going to take you to get out and you end up spending so much money when you're not budgeting and you just say, oh, yeah, I'll add that on. I'll tack that on. Because when you're just borrowing money from the bank, it's like, yeah, add in some more flowers. Yeah, we'll, we'll add some more people. We'll get we'll get a band instead of a DJ. Like you start making all these decisions and you end up spending so much money for one day. Okay, let's just be honest. I loved my wedding day. It was great. I want you to love it too. But the rest of your marriage, you have so much time to spend. And if you take one day, go deep in a financial hole, you're, you're really probably gonna regret it. Okay, you really will. I've talked to so many people and they're like, why did we spend so much on our wedding? Like, it was insanity. And I'm like, I know, because we get caught up and we believe this lie, like, oh yeah, your wedding should be like this, this expectation, this level, and it's just not the truth. So I don't want you to feel guilty if you have a small budget for your wedding. So if it's $1,000 you have to spend, that's okay. You have $1,000, so just spend it and be wise with that. The wedding is not about impressing everyone else. It's about you and your spouse. So be realistic about your wedding and put your effort into the marriage not the wedding. That is what I told my brother when he got married. I was like, listen, Daniel, cut that wedding budget in half, save the rest for marriage counseling because it's a much better investment in your life, I promise you. Now, all of you that have been married for a while, you're just like nodding your head saying, yep, ain't that the truth. Now, you've probably been told a lot of things about weddings that are just lies. Like you've been told probably, your wedding sets the tone for the rest of your marriage or it's the best day of your life, so spare no expense. But the truth is, that might mean that you're still making payments on your five-year wedding anniversary. Now, these aren't the only things that you've heard. So let's break down a few of the lies that everyone has been told when it comes to weddings. All right, lie number one, that all prices are the same no matter the events. Lie, lie, lie. Listen, some vendors 
markup prices simply because it's called a wedding. One of my friends got married. She went to go get her wedding cake, and the bakery had just specialty cakes, and they had wedding cakes. Well, she looked. She was like, well, I could just call it a specialty cake, make it look like a wedding cake. And that's what she did. She paid $50 for her cake versus hundreds of dollars of what the wedding cake would have cost her. Another lie is that you have to spend a ton of money to get the perfect engagement ring. The average cost right now of engagement rings is $5,900. And the whole idea of like, well, he needs to spend three months of his salary on a ring. Okay, that rule came from a marketing campaign that the De Beers Diamond Company ran in the 1930s. Guys, they just wanted to sell bigger diamonds. So how do you spend less on an engagement ring? Well, stick to your budget. Now, we recommend only spending one month's salary on the ring. Okay, I'm going to interrupt myself just then because I think this is a big place where you really can save money. And I think as a culture, we've been warped into this idea that I just have to have this status and well, I have to have this wonderful engagement ring. It's just like, that's what everyone's going to be looking at because it's the truth. After you say, yeah, we just got engaged. Most people are like, let me see the ring. And you want to be proud of it and all that. I understand it. But honestly, it's a ring. It's a ring, you guys. And if he's going into debt for it, I'm like, no, 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 no. You do not have to spend a god-awful amount of money on the engagement ring. You really don't. And you can save so much money just not by doing Tiffany and Company or Cartier, even though those are great companies. Of course, we would all love a Tiffany engagement ring. But most of it, it's not in the budget for a lot of people. And so don't force it into your budget and just say, you know what? I can have a great ring because let's all be honest. How many people do we know who've been married 20, 25 years and they get a solid upgrade on their engagement ring? So the time can come for a great one. Don't feel the pressure to have to have a great engagement ring right now in your life. There's another lie that you have to meet your guests and your family's expectations. But the truth here is that you need to create boundaries and this is going to help you. Wake up. This is your day. You get to choose. You get to decide what your wedding looks like. So who cares if your guests want an open bar? Just give them a little bar of chocolate and they're going to love you anyways. Or if mom and dad want to invite everyone, you know, Aunt Felicia twice removed and she's on the wedding guest list. You just need to say, bye, Felicia. Sorry, mom. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. You can be a little bit nicer than that. But you know what I'm saying? Go through and say, no, this is my wedding. So here are the takeaways. It's more important that you guys start out on the same page than just meeting everyone else's expectations. So start your marriage off on the right foot with my wedding gift pack. So this comes with the contentment journal, the total money makeover, the conversation starters for couples guide, and his and her envelopes and more. And these are just some of my favorite things. You guys are going to love it. And if you have a friend getting married, this is the perfect wedding gift. I want you to love your marriage and start your marriage off on the same page. Now, the last lie is that you have to go into debt and spend a ton of money in order to have the perfect wedding. One third of American couples go into debt for their wedding and lenders are issuing up to four times as many wedding loans than they did just a year ago. And according to an article I read, one lender said that people are borrowing on average $16,000 for their wedding. And you guys, that's probably on top of other debt they have like student loans and credit cards and car payments. So you're really crushing your dreams by adding debt into your life. And I'm just not okay with that. It doesn't have to be that way. A bigger wedding does not mean a better marriage. So in the next segment, I'm going to bring on a couple who has $8,000 to spend on their wedding. And we're going to talk through how do you budget? How do you save? And how do you still have a great wedding? 
Hey moms, Rachel Cruz here. I'm tired of spending so much money on clothes for my kids all the time just to have them outgrown every season. That's why I love shopping consignment and Just Between Friends is my new favorite. It's a twice a year consignment marketplace that helps you shop the brands you love for 50 to 90% off. They make it super easy to shop smart and stick to your budget. Find out when Just Between Friends is happening in your area at jbfsale.com. That's jbfsale.com. All right, Mitchell, Malia, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thank you. So fun. Okay, engaged. Mm-hmm. Prepared yeah. for the wedding. How are you yes. feeling? Feeling pretty great. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You're just ready for it to be here. Yes. Definitely. That's kind of how I was. Mm-hmm. I was like, just, God, let's just do it. Let's exactly. just do it. So money, mm. big part of the wedding, right? It the is. wedding budget. It's a big one. So I always start off with couples when we talk about wedding budgets is you have to figure out your total. So it's like, this is what we're going to spend. Mm. So do you guys have that number? We do. I think we do. Okay. It's uh, $8,000. $8,000. Perfect. Is our baby little budget. No, it's so great. <laughs> okay. okay. That's the thing. These days, I'm like, you can pull off anything okay. for any of my money. So that's, that's great. Good. Okay. So I printed off a wedding budget here. Very okay. easy. Very simple. So go ahead and write the top number there, which is 8000 on the top of the wedding budget. And then the next thing I always recommend is to go through the list and say, okay, what are things that we value as a couple? Like, here are the things we want to put money towards because we just, we love it. So do you guys have a couple of those things? Maybe three, four things? Definitely the clothing, the dress. The dress. All right. Put a big circle yes. around that. Priority. Yes. Where's that guy here? She works in fashion. So, that's a big, oh, so the dress is a big yes. thing for her. It's just a little it. important. Yes. No, you just yeah. appreciate it, right? You want exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And the second thing was a suggestion from family, and it's mm-hmm. the photographer. Yeah. yeah um, that's a good one. I've heard that the memories are important. Yes, absolutely. It's better to have visual representation. Because at the end of it, that's all you really have. It's so true. So, yeah. Yes. Get yeah. a good photographer. Yeah. Okay. So, off the top of your head, do you have an idea of, okay, how, this is how much we want to spend on the dress. This is how much we want to spend on the photographer. Well, we kind of already spent it on the photographer. All right. Yes. So, it's done. So Perfect. It's done. So, put that total. What is that? Okay. It's done. So, a whopping 3200 Beautiful. Massive chunk of our budget. Part of it. But, hey, it's but, what you value. It's you what know, you want. Um, and clothing, not sure yet, but between us both, we're budgeting about two. 2000 Yeah. 2000 Yep. Okay. Perfect. All right. Go ahead and mark that there. Okay, I'm going to jump in right here because what we just did with their budget is one of my favorite philosophies around budgeting. A lot of people think, okay, I'm on a budget. That means I don't have a lot of money to spend. Or I'm on a budget. That means I have to be really cheap. Or I'm on a budget. Things are going to be really tight. No, no. A budget gives you freedom to spend money on things you want, on things you value. And what they just did is they just listed out their dream stuff, exactly what they wanted in a realistic world. And they were able to put numbers next to that and actually still get what they want. And you'll find out a little bit later as I continue talking to them that they still are adding on other things and having help from other people and all of that, which is so great. But again, listen, your budget, you're able to prioritize things that you want. So this is about a wedding budget, but think about when you go on vacation. If you're like, okay, you know what? We really value staying really close to the beach. We want to be able to walk to the beach and not drive if you're going on a beach vacation. Okay, then take your budget and you actually can make decisions around your money about where you stay. And you may put more money towards that versus going out to eat or going shopping on vacation. Like whatever it is, you get to decide what you value and put your money towards it. And a budget does that for you. I mean, it's you being intentional. It's you being purposeful for things you want. So remember, you can have a great wedding, a great vacation, a great Christmas, a great life, and have a budget because a budget is permission for you to spend things that you want, need, or value. And so then you got to figure out, okay, what do we have left 
to spend the money on. Yeah. And then this is a great place to look to see, okay, what are things that we can cut? So I even just go down the list. So do you guys have a venue right now? We do. We do. Okay, yes. how much is that? The total was eight. Eight, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. perfect, yep. Go ahead and add that. Awesome, okay, okay. marriage license. Usually it's going to cost $100. like, yeah, about a hundred bucks. Have you guys done a pastor's gift yet? Or no. you can skip it for right now. Perfect. No worries. Okay. Rings. Dun, 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 dun. We've done some research and we think that we can, what would you say? Maybe six or seven? I think six. Yeah. 600. Perfect. All right. Six. Go ahead and add that down. Um, how about tables, chairs, tablecloths? Is this like a, um, do you know within your venue what they have provided or what they don't? They do provide some tables, Perfect. but okay. we don't know if we want to use them. Yes. We haven't really decided. We haven't yet to decide. Perfect, so we can skip on that. Okay. How okay. about um, chairs, tablecloths, anything there? Um, same situation. Same situation. Okay, yeah. perfect. How about table decor? I think I think we budgeted 200 for that, actually. 200, perfect. All okay, right, let's yeah, go ahead and put that down. Flowers. Luckily, that's provided by his parents. Yes. Oh, that's yes. great. My oh. parents have offered to you come You know the, the best part of that? You just, just cross it out. Oh, yeah, just feel it. Feel the money say, thank you. What a beautiful, yes. oh, that's yes. so good. Bless. So good. Okay, it says photo of us. Yes. What is that? Um, we would like to have, as is one of our decorations, just photos of us. Oh, yes, out. all around. Yes. I love it. Okay, how yeah. about the music? Like, do you guys want a DJ or do you know yet? Um, we're going to have a friend man in a Spotify playlist. Oh, I love it, you guys. However, okay. string quartets. This was his request. This was yes. this is string beautiful. Quartet. It's beautiful, yes. Yeah, I think we can find this for around 600 Okay, yes. We may have to cut it. Yeah, we'll yeah. Go, well, let's go ahead and fill it all out because then we'll go back and see, okay, what what do we have left okay. from the eight grants? Nope, that's perfect. Okay, invitations. Um, Say 50, right? So 50 okay. We'll do 50. Do 50. Possibly. And yeah, okay, so cake. This is a big one. Have you guys thought through this one at all? <laughs> yes. We have briefly. Um, and this is also something that my parents have offered to help cover. Yes. So um, They are uh, Costco uh, <laughs> proponents. Yes. So they, they've already. decided that they can do get it. a couple cakes from Costco and put it together and on do their it. own. Yeah. And, oh, that's so great. I was yeah. going to say, because that's a great place that you can... Uh, I had a friend, and she actually, instead of getting, like, a wedding cake, she did, like, a celebration cake is what they called it. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. But she just made it white and made yeah. it look wedding Exactly. But it was, like, half the price. So yeah. there's places to cut that, but a wholesaler like Costco. Okay, so they're going to pay for the cake? Yeah, so yep. marking that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Covering that. Are they awesome. covering most of this, like, they're cocktail, dinner, dessert? Any food. That, that food. Okay, yes. all that coming yes. up. Okay, so, so go ahead and cross all those out. Yay. Which is Perfect. a massive part of the budget. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Place to go. So that's, like, the night of the wedding. Like, oh, yes. Are we going to get a hotel? or? But. We think we're just hopefully our apartment or house is ready yeah. at that point. Okay. Go, go stay there for you the first time. Skip that. Yeah. Do it. Oh, yes. Okay, in premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, does your pastor do it for free? I feel like a lot of churches and stuff will do that for free. So we're not having our church do the wedding. Yes. Um, we're having a friend who's a pastor okay. do it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, recommended us a few counselors that we haven't reached out okay. to. Okay, perfect. We will I mean, premarital counseling. It's worth the investment. Right. You have it in the budget. We, Definitely worth it. But, but there are places, like some churches and stuff, they'll do it for free mm. for a few sessions. So I like we that. can leave that blank for cool. right now. Okay. okay. So let's add up what we have so far. It's like 7,600. Okay. So with the 400 left, hmm. which you can, I mean, honestly, like a nice gift card here for like yeah. 100 bucks, I think would be very nice. Your your party gifts, I mean, you guys can just write a letter or something, like print out a picture mm. of you guys. I mean, like, 
with you and each bridesmaid or something like you can go DIY real, something. Yes, okay. I would go so oh, simple that's there. Great. Your sister and my best friend. Right. Yeah. So I would really, I mean, and then string lights. People have string lights everywhere. I would ask around that's friends true. and stuff, and you can just like plug them in together. So the big part I see, you know, the tables, chairs, tablecloths, all that for the reception. We actually have a wedding planner coming up next. We'll be okay, talking great. about all of that reception stuff. But sometimes venues, I feel like. Venues can, they offer some of that stuff mm-hmm. for free par, par, as part of the venue. Mm-hmm. And a big place is the string quartet, like you guys said. So if you do have friends, if you went to Belmont, mm-hmm. everyone's so musical there. Yeah. So musical. So maybe you could like cut that down a little yeah. if you needed to for a little wiggle okay. room. But honestly, you guys are killing it. Like wow. this looks great. Because here's what I love about it. You did what you wanted. You got your dress. You put in mm-hmm. the photographer. Like those mm-hmm. were the big things. Mm-hmm. So you make that your starting point. And then from here, you just figure out, okay, here are things that we can cut. Here are things we really don't need. And you're able to make decisions based on that. So, right. yeah. does this feel good? How do you feel? Yeah. It does feel good. Actually, I feel a lot better about it. Do you? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> Having it nervous. all in one place is very helpful. So helpful. I know. Yeah. Budgeting, whether it's, you know, regular budgets that you do monthly or it's a wedding budget for something, like having it visual mm-hmm. yeah. is so important. Mm-hmm. So, it is. It takes everything that's, like, kind of stressful up here, puts it right here. So, thank you guys so much for being here. This is so great, and I'm so glad you feel a little easier. Thank you. Love it, love it. And for you guys, think about all the creative things they just did. I mean, everything from a cake from Costco, a Spotify playlist, like, this stuff works. So, go the budget route. I promise, for the long run, oh, it's so, so worth it. Now, if you guys are looking for an easy way to organize all of your wedding numbers in one place, I've created a fun wedding budget printable so you can work out these numbers together. So click the link below. All right, coming up next, I have founder of NashvilleBrideGuide.com, Alyssa here. And we're going to talk all things wedding and what you can do to save money at your wedding and your reception. She has such great information. Now, we filmed a segment for the Rachel Cruz Show video version that you can check out on YouTube or Facebook. But for you podcast listeners, we recorded a special segment for you. So that's coming up next. One of my favorite packages to ever show up at my door is my Tuft & Needle mattress. I've got a couple now, and seriously, I love this mattress. You guys know exactly how it is. When you're juggling all the demands of mom, wife, work, friends, etc., good sleep is a must, and I've never slept better. Tuft & Needle is the best-rated mattress on Amazon with over 100,000 five-star reviews. Try it out. You can get a mattress starting as low as $3.99. Plus, it ships free, and you get to keep it for 100 nights risk-free. If I'm wrong, just send it back. Alyssa, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love diving into wedding stuff. It's so great. So tell me a little bit about you and your background so that the listeners kind of know who you are and all your expertise around wedding stuff. Definitely. So I'm Alyssa DeChico. I run NashvilleBrideGuide.com, and I feature local Nashville weddings on my blog, style shoots. I do vendor interviews, and it's really everything Nashville wedding. It's a great resource. Yes, for sure. People planning weddings because the money portion— uh, is obviously a massive part of the wedding day, right? Oh, Which you're spending sure. it on. And I just feel like there's so many ways to overspend yes. on your wedding. So we're going to break down some of these for the listeners because I think it's really important. And again, you're around it all the time. Mm-hmm. I only planned one wedding. I only plan on planning <laughs> one wedding for the rest of my life. Yes. Um, but <laughs> man, you're around this world so much. So you probably see some really, mm-hmm. really common themes throughout oh, it. For sure. Yeah. There are lots of ways to overspend on your wedding, but we've definitely broke it down into four different categories today. So the first one is kind of obvious, but it's not sticking to your budget. So 
after you get engaged, a lot of people get really excited and they're like, oh my gosh, I got to go dress shopping right away. Or, you know, I have this, my eye on this venue and I got to book it. But before you do any of that, it's so important to sit down, whether it's with your parents who are contributing money, any of your relatives, or if you two as a couple are contributing money, get that grand total, get that whole amount of money and stick to that budget as close as you can. Um, Another great way is to go ahead and break it down even further into like, okay, this is how much money I should spend on my wedding venue. This is how much money I should spend on my wedding planner. And a good way to really know how much to spend on each of those is to think about, okay, what are the three things that are really important to us as a couple? Maybe three to five things. So picture your wedding on your wedding day. How do you envision it? Is it like, hey, I want to walk down the aisle and just be surrounded by flowers? Then, <laughs> flowers everywhere. Right? I know. <laughs> then definitely invest in a really good florist. Or if you're like, hey, I want my wedding to just be like this grand party at the reception, then spend money on entertainment or your DJ or a band. So definitely break it down to those three things, and that's where you can spend the most of your budget. I think that's great. Well, the first tip of just— Figuring out that grand total because, like you said, mm-hmm. it's such an emotional process. It is. Like, you get engaged, you're excited, you're obviously in love, and, like, all these <laughs> great things are happening, and so quickly your emotions can overdrive facts oh, yeah. and reality because you're like, oh, yeah, I'll just spend a little bit more here because I can, I'm sure I can fix it somewhere. And, mm-hmm. but, but you don't even know where you're going to fix it somewhere because you don't have it written down. So totally. really figuring out that grand total is so key. That's going to give you a lot of peace of mind and a lot of control. Mm-hmm. And then picking out your your favorite things. And I love yes. that you said that too because we talked about this earlier in this episode. But that's what a budget is. It allows you to spend money on things that you value and you want. Oh, yeah. So take advantage of that if you're out there like – Make sure you figure out, okay, here's what I want. And there may be, mm-hmm. you may get in there and say, okay, you know what? Maybe spending like $5 million for a wedding dress or something <laughs> like crazy is probably a little too much. Yeah. Like, you know, so maybe, yeah, you may have to say, hey, I'm going to back down a couple of things. But you still get mm-hmm. that priority because you're listing it first. And I think that that's key. Totally. And wedding planners can help with this. I think there's a big misconception across the board that like, oh, don't get a wedding planner. They're too expensive. But honestly, they're worth their weight in gold, really. It's like if you tell them you're all in budget, they can really help you stick to that. Like I almost think of them as like your financial advisor or like your accountant almost in a way where it's like they know the industry. They know the vendors in this industry in your town that you're getting married in. And they know who can stick within that budget, like say for flowers or like for your venue, really, whatever it is, it's like they've done this a million times before. Hopefully, they have. And right, right. Leave it to the experts. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so for wedding planners, it's been like a decade since I've gotten married, so I don't know this answer. Yeah. Do they usually, like, require a percentage of what you're going to spend total? Do they have a flat fee? Does it depend? Like, yeah. how do you pay for a wedding? It depends on the planner, really. There are some planners who do, like, month of planning, and, you know, that's at a fixed cost. Or there are some planners who do— full planning and it can take a percentage. So it's really, it's dependent on the planner. 
That's so great. Okay, now another place that people overspend is the guest count. Oh, my gosh. The amount of people you have at your wedding. (laughs) The guest count. This is seriously, like, the biggest way you can overspend on your wedding. I mean, think about it. It's like if you invite 200 people to your wedding versus inviting 100 people to your wedding, you're virtually spending about two times the amount per person. So also, if you can take that all-in wedding budget and break it down per person for your wedding, you can really see, you know, what you can spend your money on. And that's a very interesting philosophy. Because I remember when I got married, I did have a wedding planner. She helped me. Mm-hmm. And that's how they did it. Like, I gave them the budget. And they're like, okay, well, how many people at the wedding? Okay, that's going to be per person. And I remember being like, no. I mean, the people <laughs> are just going to eat the food. That's right. it. Like, shouldn't it just be the food? Like, no, no, no. It's the whole budget as a whole. Oh, yeah. You really break it down. So that's, a, that's it was such an interesting way to look at it. I guess I had never thought about it in that way. Oh, yeah. But that really is the smart way to go about it oh, is to do definitely. it per person. Yeah, for sure. And I know, like, we were chatting earlier and you were like, once I got an RSVP saying no back, you were like, yes. I know. It's so terrible. <laughs> I was like, okay, that saves us a little bit I here. Know, and That's you're great. like, hey, I have well, more wedding or more room in my wedding And budget. I was the worst because I'm such an extrovert and I'm like, I just want everyone to come to everything. I know. So we, right out of college, I was like telling my college friends that were not invited. They were not on the guest <laughs> list. Like I would see a group out like at dinner and I'm like, hey, come, just come to my wedding. I did that. I mean, I was the worst <laughs> bride ever. Like people totally came that were not on the guest list because of me. Oh and my then gosh. here. I'm not going to go on a rant here. But also, I look back through my wedding pictures of my reception, and there are people in my pictures that, like, I realize, oh, wow, I invited this couple, but they brought their two teenage sons, and one of the teenage sons brought his girlfriend. And they're, like, in, like, a reception. (laughs) And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, on the invitation, that's, like, a good etiquette, though, isn't it? Oh, it totally is. Whoever is is on the invitation is who's invited, right? Exactly, yeah. I I didn't pay for those three people, and they showed up. And Mm -hmm. so, yes, I invited people that were not on our wedding guest list out of just spontaneity. But also people brought people, and I was like, no, that's adding to the head count. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. But you can cut that down a lot. Mm -hmm. And I would say this, too, that— be proactive as the bride, as the groom, that this is your wedding. Yes, there's respect that, like, if your parents are contributing financially, sure, you want to kind of give them that nod and that respect. Totally. But also, it's your day. So yeah. if Aunt Merla from out of town, second cousin <laughs> wants to come or whatever, like, it's okay to say no, right? Yeah, I mean, it ha- is. Ha- do you yeah. feel like brides struggle with that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's definitely a give and take. I mean, it's like, oh man, my parents are paying for the majority of this or a part of it. So it's like they should have their say in it. But then it's also this thing of like, it's our day and we can kind of do what we want. So there's definitely a balance. There's a lot of family dynamics and everything that <laughs> yes. goes into a wedding day. And for sure. So, yeah. Okay. So another way that people overspend is just on decor items. So. Oh, yeah. This is where you can drop a lot of money. Definitely. Especially going from your ceremony to your reception, there are lots of ways you can save on decor items. So, for instance, if you have this amazing ceremony backdrop, find a way to incorporate that into your reception, too. So you're not— your guests aren't just seeing it for the 15 minutes that you're at the altar. You know what I mean? And you spent all this money on this, like, grand backdrop or something. So, yeah, see what you can reuse from your wedding ceremony to your reception. So whether it's, like, florals on your altar or, like, florals coming down your aisle, like, maybe have your planner or your florist come and, like, take those florals from your ceremony and bring them to your reception and use them as centerpieces or, like, put them on your cake table or something like that. So 
there's definitely lots of ways you can save in that way. We did that. All my bride's bouquets, we ended up putting at tables. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, as like some centerpieces because, yeah, there is. There's, oh gosh, and the, fl- and the decor, especially flowers. I don't think I realized mm-hmm. how expensive flowers were. And when we like, when I did my dream of like, here, here's everything I want. And I remember she came back with the number and I was like, oh, okay, I feel like I could buy a house with that amount of money. I like, know. I was like, it's insane. So we cut a lot. So even in our ceremony, we got married in December, uh-huh. like down the aisles. Cause I love the aisle markers. Cause we got married yes. in kind of a traditional church of a center aisle and all of that. And so we did like a greenery berry type thing. And oh, it was that beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. But we didn't have to pay for flowers because they weren't flowers. Totally. Uh, even though it was like, what? I don't even know what you would call it. I'm terrible at this yeah. stuff. I don't know. Berries. Like evergreen or evergreen something. Evergreen-esque I don't know. stuff. I don't know. I just know it was a lot cheaper than a flower. So oh, yeah. That's, that was my thing. <laughs> and they're in season, too. That's another Maybe good that's tip. Maybe that's it, too. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Even so pick, even pick flowers in season. Yeah. And your last tip for not overspending is not accounting for unexpected costs. This happens in life and with your wedding. Oh, for sure. I would recommend probably setting aside maybe 10% of that all-in budget just for things that you aren't thinking of. I mean, if you want to tip your wedding vendors, that's a cost that you might not think of right off the bat. Um, Accommodations or travel for any of your vendors who may not be from in town. Like, I just think about my wedding, like our officiant wasn't from the city we were getting married in. So it was like last minute, oh no, we have to get him a hotel. Oh, like a great we have point. to figure out food and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we just didn't think about that at the beginning. So um, set up, breakdown, tax, delivery, all of that. It's usually, you know, kind of budgeted in with your cake or your rentals and things like that. But it's something that you might not think of off the bat. Like, how am I going to get my cake from the bakery to my venue? Or like, how are all these chairs just going to magically show up at my wedding ceremony? So, you know, it's kind of breaking all that down. Your planner can help you with all of that too and really factor in the costs. And do your research. I mean, you can go online and get so much wedding information, I feel like, oh, to like help sure. you with all of it. But yeah, there still are going to be things that come up mm-hmm. that you do not remember. Yeah. So uh, that's, it's so such a good point because, again, this happens all the time in life in general, but especially mm-hmm. with big events like weddings. So, Alyssa, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so helpful. And again, if you're out there planning a wedding, whether because you had to reschedule because of quarantine and everything, or uh, you're just planning for the first time, remember these tips because it's coming from a pro and (laughs) it really is that important. All right. I hope you all learned so much from this episode that you can have a great wedding on a budget. Okay. You can have a wedding of your dreams, a wedding that you love and still be smart with your money. And I want to hear from you. So what's one wedding lie that you find yourself believing? Because let's be honest, we've all done it. So go into my Facebook community and comment there. And if you're not subscribed to this podcast, make sure you do that. And again, the video version of this episode you can find on YouTube or Facebook. And if the spirit leads, you can leave a review here on this podcast. Uh, But man, you guys, this is such an important topic. And again, I hope you take what you've learned and apply it to your life because it will save you money and stress in the long run. And as always, make sure to take control of your money and create a life you love. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast, we have more from the Ramsey Network, like The Ken Coleman Show. According to a recent Gallup poll, nearly 70% of Americans are disengaged at work. If you dread going into work every Monday morning and you're just trying to make it to the weekend, The Ken Coleman Show is for you. 
everyone has a sweet spot. Your sweet spot is at the intersection of your greatest talent and greatest passion. We will help you discover what it is you were born to do, and then we'll help you create a plan to make your dream job a reality. You matter, and you have what it takes. Join the conversation on The Ken Coleman Show. To hear full episodes, just search Ken Coleman wherever you listen to podcasts or go to kencolemanshow.com.